Are you ready to stop stress, anxiety, and low self-esteem from ruining your life? Join award-winning author and breakthrough expert, Dr. Friedman Schaub for Empowerment Radio as he addresses some of the most difficult challenges in our day-to-day lives. Find out how you can use the power of your mind to overcome self-sabotaging patterns and build a solid foundation of confidence and self-respect. Learn cutting-edge tools to switch out of survival mode and approach every day with greater ease, joy, and purpose. Here is your host on Empowerment Radio, Dr. Friedman Schaub. Well, welcome to Empowerment Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Friedman. And the title of the show would have been The Courage to Change Everything. But in the light of the recent events, I think a more fitting title would be The Courage When Everything Changes. And we are definitely in a situation where everything has changed. Obviously, we are all dealing with the coronavirus pandemic and the fallout that is multifaceted. A lot of people are worried about getting sick or their loved ones getting sick, but a lot of people are also worried, especially the people I've been talking with, about the economic fallout. How do we rebuild this all? What's going to happen to us? Will we all just be destitute and What happens next? And so whenever we are facing these uh, uncertainties and a lot of senses of being out of control, one of the go-to places is anxiety, worry, trying to scramble around and, and somehow getting more and more stressed out. And the more we do that, the less and less powerful we feel. And the more we are feeling like uh, this is bigger than we, we can't really deal with that. Now, when you really look back at your life, you probably know that there were circumstances where you had been facing challenges yourself, not necessarily global challenges, but challenges where you would say that was tough. Maybe it was starting already in your childhood when you were dealing with an abusive parent or just an unstable and neglectful household where you didn't get really any guidance, or maybe You had to deal with your own challenges, mental, emotional, physical, or maybe you had an addiction that you were battling. Maybe you had a job loss or a loss of someone you really loved. Maybe you started a business and it didn't work out, or you put yourself out there with an idea or maybe just hoping to find love, and you found one rejection after another facing you. How did you overcome those challenges? How did you find the courage to keep on going, to not give up, to have that desire to eventually get what you want? Now, I do believe that we all have enormous resources inside of us, but somehow we forget that they're there. And so we forget to access them and utilize them. And so we can just at this time where we all ask to be our best, maybe take a little inventory. Maybe just think about what did I do in the past that helped me to overcome my obstacles or make some big changes happening or deal with that curveball that life threw me. What did I do that allowed me to keep on going and 
eventually succeed. Maybe when you look back, you can find there is resilience or you can find that there is an enormous uh, creativity that you have. Maybe you're just really good in planning one step at a time or asking for help. Maybe you have a very strong inner guidance and intuition that gets you. But without the courage to move forward, you probably would have given up at some point. And this is why this show today is about the courage, the courage that we all need right now. And the courage not to get through this time and go back just to where we were before the virus brought up this pandemic, but really the courage to make changes individually and globally based on what we are experiencing right now. Because I do believe this is not just a disaster. This is also an opportunity here. This is an opportunity to make something really better individually and globally in this world. And, and here is a, a quote from my guest today that I really find so fitting. He could have just written it uh, yesterday. And it basically comes from his new book, which is The Courage to Change Everything. And it says a few questions for you. Are you ready to increase your awareness, evolve yourself, and do what it takes to bring out your courage? Will you commit to stepping outside of your comfort zone, even if you just a little bit at first? Are you ready to allow yourself to live from your highest values, increasing your wisdom and bringing forth your unique gifts, talents, and brilliance in ever more significant ways? Will you do whatever it takes to become a master of your mind and heart and therefore of yourself? I think these are very, very fitting questions for us right now at this time. And so I'm really excited and glad to have my guest, Ken Foster, award-winning and best-selling hostler and coach for individuals and businesses and so many more things, syndicated uh, radio show host. I welcome you, Ken, on the show. Thank you so much for being here. Friedman, thank you so much for having me this morning. I think uh, the time is right for us to step into the courage that we need. So I'm, I'm glad to be here with you. Well, you are an expert on courage, and I definitely will dive more into this topic of courage because it's a, it's a really interesting topic and I think something we, we often just ignore in our lives that we do actually all have that courage. I always think about just popping out of the womb took a lot of courage because it was certainly sort of cozy there in the comfort zone of the mother's belly. But, you know, courage is a natural ability we have. But before we go to courage, what are you telling your friends and loved ones right now that are reeling with anxiety in this situation? They probably knock at your door and ask, so can what can you do? Can you give us a little bit of hope or wisdom right now? Well, right now in this time, there's a lot of fear going on. In fact, I, I would say it's almost a fear pandemic uh, along with the virus. So what I, what I like to share with my friends and my uh, clients is that, you know, first of all, this, is, this will pass. This is not something that's going to be with us forever. It will pass. It will get better. But during this time, it's really important to stay fearless, to stay in our courage, and, you know, we do that one day at a time. We do that. I was thinking, you know, where, where was I at 9-11 when 9-11 hit? 
And I thought to myself, you know, when I was at 9-11, I was about three and a half million dollars in debt. Uh, both of my businesses had shut down and I didn't know what to do uh, financially, but I did know what to do with my mind because I knew that if I stayed in a place of calmness, that I would make really good choices. And I knew that if I surrounded myself with individuals that were also wise, had wisdom in them. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy O'Bear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy O'Bear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. All right, we are back and we have audio and we have Ken and uh, he just really started talking in some wonderful things about what happened to him when he was in 9-11. So, Ken, what happened? You were three and a half okay, million dollars Okay, so, uh, yeah, like I, said, like I was saying, 9-11 hit. Uh, we were uh, three and a half million dollars in debt and we had, had lost two business. So, uh, what I knew how to do, you know, is I knew how to keep my mind focused. I knew how to... Uh, uh, what I did was I decided to become a smile millionaire as uh, one of the philosophers and spiritual teachers, Paramahansa Yogananda would say, a smile millionaire. So I started putting a smile on my face. I started to go to grocery stores and put, uh, put smiles on cashier's face. I started just to feel within myself that everything's going to be okay. And I wanted to, you know, I, I could have lived from a place of fear and worry and stress, but I also knew that in the use, if I would go into stress, that, you know, stress releases cortisol and adrenaline and glycogen in the system, which lowers the immune system. And I thought, you know, I want to keep my immune system high. So that's what I did. So I started every morning, I would wake up, and I still do this to this day. I wake up and when my eyes open, I go to gratitude. I think about what I'm grateful for. After that, I, I take some time to, to uh, energize my body. Uh, I'll meditate, I'll pray, 
But I start my day every, every day in a place where my mind is focused on success, on happy thoughts, on, on understanding that today is going to be an amazing day, every day, um, which is, by the way, we'll get to the book later, but that's one of the reasons uh, that I wrote this book, because it came out of that place where knowing that if we, if we use our minds properly during this time and not go into fear and worry and concern and stress, we're going to be so much more better. Why? Because when we're in a high state of consciousness, when we're in a place of a creativity, everything starts to open up and we start to uh, we start to get filled. In fact, even that right now, today, I'm just filled with all these ideas of how to grow my business, how to support people, how to become a better person myself. So that's that's kind of what I do. That's what I suggest. Great suggestions. And, uh, and I feel that's really important to see that gratitude, even though maybe a lot of things are right now uncertain or not there anymore. A lot of people have lost their jobs. Some people have lost their loved ones. Some people are still struggling with their health. Some people don't really know how to pay the bills. And there is still the opportunity to have gratitude. And there's still the opportunity to have hope. And I do feel also you know, that we cannot beat ourselves up for being anxious. We have to have a little compassion for this natural response that a part of us has that says, oh my God, but, and that's a question to you, Ken, this, the reality is, which is a typical anxiety producing thought, the reality is dot, dot, dot. And then there come all the bad things that you can think of and all the what ifs that uh, basically create a horror scenario. What do you suggest about this? The reality is thinking that so many people are opening up as a trap to fall into. Well, it's definitely a trap to fall into. And I, I think if you start to spin down that, remember what you focus on, you feel. So if you're focusing on, uh, uh, quote, reality of, uh, yeah, I can't pay the bills. Uh, my friends are getting sick. I might get sick. If you're focusing on that, what's really going to happen is you're going to start to feel disempowered. You're going to start to feel anxious. You're going to start to feel maybe angry or sad or lonely. So it's really important to understand during these times, the mind is the cause of our bondage and the mind is the cause of our liberation. And what I mean by that is just that when you're, what you're focusing on will expand. And what, so what do we want to expand? Do we want to expand our courage? Do we want to expand our creativity? Do we want to expand our compassion and understanding for ourselves? as you mentioned, Friedman, uh, and, and others during this crisis, those, when we start to expand on those, those states of mind, what happens is in our, in our brain is releasing oxycotton, it's releasing endorphins, it's and releasing in, uh, dopamine into, into, our, into our bodies, and we're starting to feel good. We're starting to feel better. We're starting to uh, be in a place where, wow, okay, I can, I can make through today. I ask everybody a, a question in my book. One of the questions, there's a lot of questions in there, but one I like to focus on <laughs> is, if I was courageous, what would I do now? If I was courageous, what would I do now? So you can't be in fear and courage at the same time, okay? So if, if, you're, if you're in fear, you might want to ask that on a consistent basis. Today, if I was courageous, what would I do today? And, you know, maybe it's just taking care of yourself and nurturing yourself. 
Or maybe it's reaching out to a friend and, and talking to them and seeing how they're doing. Or maybe for some of you uh, that are leaders, it's a, it's a place of, wow, what, why don't I put a group together, a support group, and we can meet you know, every, every Monday at 10 or whatever and, and support each other through these times. You know, I, I've always found this, and through 9-11, by the way, within two years, I was whole. I had, uh, remember I said I was $3.5 million in debt. I was completely out of debt. I negotiated uh, payoffs and settlements of everything. I didn't have to bankrupt. So I went through that with a, a state of grace. And when I would talk to the, uh, the creditors, again, my thought was to put a smile on their face. So, you know, when we do that, people respond to us differently. But if we're in a state of anger, fear, worry, they feel that also, and they'll respond in like kind. So if you're in a place where right now you're wondering where your next paycheck's going to come, you're wondering if you're going to get sick or not, um, you know what? We, we can't predict that future, right? But what we can do is take care of ourselves in this moment. And in this moment, what can you do? What courageous acts can you do so that you feel great today? And I think, you know, what you just said is so true, especially with connecting to others in ways that doesn't project our fears and our maybe even frustrations onto them, but really more like a, an openness and, and a sense of, uh, you know, I'm also a human being who has a heart and has needs and uh, just ask for a favor or, you know, wants you to understand. And that's something I notice here more and more in these times. And I so pray that this doesn't go away, that people are not responding in selfish acts. Yes, maybe there are some little fights in the toilet paper aisle, but in general, people are really kind and compassionate and understanding and trying to help each other. That is just a, a wonderful way human mankind really has been showing up. And uh, whether it's the Italian singing on the balconies or these little you know, uh, parties uh, on Skype. There are a lot of ways people try to stay connected with the heart and not through the fear. But, you know, you brought up courage. What is courage? Now, when I think about courage, and a lot of people would think about it, is face your fears, push yourself, get out of this comfort zone, jump out of this plane. But is it really what courage is all about? Well, the definition of courage comes from the Latin word cur, which means to speak one's heart. And a lot of people, we, of course, like you said earlier in the show, everybody's born with courage, but courage uh, for most people is undeveloped and we have to develop our courage. Um, courage, by the way, is a feeling. We can feel courage. So, so do you know what fear feels like, right? Everybody knows what sure. fear feels like. You're you know, all of a sudden your, your mind kind of gets dim. You're not thinking as clearly. Um, you might feel a stress in your, in your heart. You might feel your body constricting. So everybody kind of knows what fear feels like. But courage has a feeling too. And courage, when you feel courage, you feel empowered. You feel light. You feel your mind comes alive. It starts to open up. It starts to move in directions. And as soon, you know, so courage is also, it's a bridge. It's a bridge from fear to faith. It's a bridge from, from lack and limitations to abundance and joy and love. It's the bridge. So courage can take you 
in places you've never been before, right? So I'm not talking about the courage to jump off uh, a bridge with uh, a bungee cord or run into a burning building. Of course, those things take courage, but that's not the kind of courage we're talking about here. We're talking about the courage to develop you, the you that's in there, that's going through, that's observing what's happening in the world right now. It's like that part, that that brilliance, that genius, that 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 amazing being that's within you is really waiting for you to tune in and bring that out in in a much greater way. So we're all being called to courage right now. Courage to transform our thinking for some of us. Courage to step up and maybe uh, be, uh, do things we've never done, maybe communicate with people or ask for things we've never asked for, um, maybe be there uh, for homeless people that you've never done before, maybe give of yourself in different ways. We're being called to change inside of us. All of us are. There's no coincidence this is happening right now in the world. It didn't just happen. It's it's there for a reason. And of course, everybody has to find their own reason for them to be able to step into that that inner greatness that we all have in us. You know, there's there's three levels of mind. There's superconscious, conscious, and subconscious mind. Most people are uh, walking around in, you know, looking at, at what's happening right now. And, you know, if they're focused on the outside consistently, turning on the TV, listening to their neighbors, you know, reading something about the coronavirus, they're outward focused. And what this is calling us all to do is to be more inward focused, to, to slow down to succeed, to take some time to maybe journal, maybe meditate, maybe nurture yourself, take a bath, maybe go for a walk by yourself, you know, can practice social distancing. For some people, that is courage to practice social distancing. They're so used to touching and feeling and being with others that they, they can't even distance themselves. So yeah. we're all being called to step into ourselves in a greater way. The question is, at the end of this, and it will end, who will you have become at the end of this? How will you have shown up? Will you show up every day worried and fearful and spreading gossip and rumors and being on the Internet and, you know, and, and seeing the next, uh, let's see, what are they, conspiracy theory of why this happened? Or will you just step into your own power, your own purpose, and start to look at life from the eyes of your soul and start to think, well, you know what? I can overcome this. This is going to be okay. Maybe I'm going to tune into my creativity and create something out of this that I've never had in my life before. That's how we're going to get through this. I'm so glad that you redefine courage because I feel it takes so much courage to what you just said. Sometimes to reach out to others when we have been so focused on career or you know our own goals and haven't really opened up. Take so much courage to face yourself. You're absolutely right. Just sitting there and not running around, not being overly busy, not just being, you know, on a on a tight agenda and never having room to breathe. Just sitting and facing your thoughts, even facing your fears. Facing fears is always interesting because people often understand facing fears. As you see your fear, you're just giving the nose, and then you are basically doing the opposite. But 
what I find is more courageous is facing the fears, sitting with it, listening to it, being aware of it, and trying to understand it, trying to have some compassion for it. So, yeah, it takes definitely a lot of courage right now to go I, through this and find yourself ultimately. Friedman, I had a uh, fellow on my show here uh, a while back, and he was the stuntman for Tom Hanks. And he'd, uh, uh, excuse me, he was just, uh, yes, of course, Tom Hanks. He'd been in several Tom Hanks uh, movies, uh, being his. Uh, I didn't know uh, that Tom Hanks needs stuntmen. <laughs> yeah, yes, Tom, Tom Hanks. Well, you know, for instance, when he was playing Sully. <laughs> in, oh, uh, yeah, okay. Right? okay. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, he was in that. He was doing the stunts for Tom. And um, uh, I, we talked about fear. And he, and he said to me, he said, well, you know, as a stuntman, there's a lot of things that could come up that I'm afraid of. And I said, so how do you how do you use fear? He says, well, picture it this way. When I, uh, I'm called to go up into, let's say, a hot air balloon, and I go up about 3,000 feet in a hot air balloon, I jump out uh, on a bungee cord, I cut the bungee cord, and I free fall till about 500 feet from the ground. I pull a chute and I land. He said at each one of those, uh, going up in the balloon, there's fear. Uh, there's fear around jumping out of the balloon. There's fear when I cut the cord. There's fear when I pull the uh, chute to land. There's there's fear. He says, but I use fear on every step of the way to mitigate um, what could possibly go wrong. And he hmm. said, once once I use fear to mitigate what could go wrong, he says, then I create a plan, and then I and then I I, I resolve that. So I think we can all if you if we have fear in our life. Fear's there, you know, it, it's, it's a wonderful emotion to notice what's going on. And I always, I always like to ask my question, my clients this, um, you know, I've been a business uh, strategist and a, and a life coach for 24 years. So one of the things I ask them is, um, what would the person have to believe to be this fearful or to be into fear? So again, it's an introspective, reflective question, which is where we want to be right now. We want to yes. we want to notice our mind. We want to notice what we focus on. Um, I, I have a theory. I haven't proved it yet. Maybe the science has already. But what I've noticed is that thought is not individual. Thought is universal. And so, if I were to take a person that um, is, uh, let's say, uh, has a fear of phobia in the United States. And I went to, and I and I was able to write down all their thoughts, what their predominant thoughts are. And I went to another country, Japan or China or South Korea, and I found another person with that that exact same phobia. What I what I believe is true is that those thoughts will be predominantly about the same. So why is that? See, I believe we're tapping into this universal database that we're not necessarily conscious of, but we're all tapping into it. So if you're if you have a fear, if you're focused on that. It's really good to resolve that, whatever this is. And there's a lot of fear going on right now in the media, okay? There's a whole bunch. But that doesn't mean it has to be your fear. But you can ask yourself, wow, if, I, if I'm afraid of this, what can I do to resolve this? Or if I had courage, what are the three steps I could take today to overcome that fear? Those kind of questions that get you in a, in a, in a great state of mind. I think it's very interesting. I mean, science certainly showed that we can smell fear of others and that that just, you know, that subconscious awareness is creating fear in ourselves. 
But, you know, going further into quantum physics, I can very much imagine that this goes into entanglements and string theories and so on. So there is an interconnectedness that we are not fully aware of. So if you resolve your fears, and I always feel like we have to heal and outgrow our fears, then we do is actually maybe for human mankind or for all these other people who have similar fears in the meantime. Now, what I'm wondering about is you, you, you mentioned also there is the wisdom of self in your book. And it's, by the way, the book is fabulous. It's like a daily companion and it's the courage to change everything. It's a daily companion where you go through, you have uh, every day a contemplation, a topic. Every day there is an action step to take. And I'm going to talk more about things that I want to know about the book. But what is that wisdom self that you describe in this book? So the wisdom self, uh, there's a lot of names for it. Uh, universal consciousness, the superconscious mind, the mind of, uh, you know, Albert Einstein said, all I want to know is the thoughts of God, everything else are uh, details. You know, it's, it's a higher level of consciousness that we tap into. We all have it. We have the ability to do it. Um, many of us um, have uh, experienced uh, maybe a gut feeling of, I need to go this way instead of that way. I need to turn left instead of right. Um, so there, there's, there's an intuitive part of ourselves, a gut feeling. Most of us have uh, an undeveloped, not only courage, but undeveloped intuition. Intuition, um, that gut uh, feeling of which way to go, what to do that feeling is undeveloped or we're not paying attention to it. Well, yeah, either way, either way, I, I would say undeveloped though, because I think uh, an undeveloped mind, because once, once we can let go of our, of our, our, of our fears, of our phobias, of our disempowering thinking and start to really nurture ourselves, nurture it and become quiet and still and learn how to still our mind, we can hear it. We can hear the intuition. Exactly. Uh, I, 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 we all have it, but we have to develop it. We definitely do. But um, anyway, so once once we get there, um, we start to make really good choices, and and those choices lead to a really a rich life. Now, does that mean we're not going to have troubles and struggles and go through the next virus ten years from now or whatever it's going to be? You know, we are, but we go when we go through it in peace, in calmness, worry free, truly worry free life gets is pretty good you know it's it's not this the world's going to collapse and i'm going to die tomorrow it's like wow how interesting this is happening today who can i support where can i serve how can i uh, share my gifts talents and abilities we start asking questions like that life gets pretty good well when we come back we'll talk more about intuition wisdom self courage doubts and disbeliefs and how can we make the very, very best selves out of this situation? And stay tuned. We'll be right back. Tales from the Merworld with Amira Bass, exploring the mysteries of Atlantis and Lemuria airing every second and fourth Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time. Tales from the Merworld Radio is a blend of mythology, theology, and ancient history and Amira's own soul channelings. 
Are you ready to explore and validate the possibility that we are much more than our Earth bodies? Amirabath's Tales from the Merworld Radio holds safe space discussions for remembrances and memories of topics like multidimensional existences and simultaneous lives. Together, we will be raising our vibrations through stimulating conversations and the opening and releasing of the remembrance of our soul purposes for this incarnation. Join me, Amirabath, for Tales of the Merworld Radio. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit KarenBenton.com. If you've ever had a broken heart, you know how painful that can be and how long it can sometimes take to heal it. I'm Megan Edge, author of The Heart's Journey, Healing Hearts, Oracle Cards, and Guidebook, published with Balboa Press and Hay House. In The Heart's Journey, I share with you my own heartbreak and how I healed it through the beautiful hearts that found me in nature. From taking photographs of these hearts for myself, I've created this beautiful toolkit, which includes the guidebook, which has my story, how to work with oracle cards as a healing tool, and the story of each of these hearts as they cross my path. I've also created a beautiful journal. There's a pen, a bookmark, and of course, the 42 Healing Hearts Oracle Cards. You can order the Hearts Journey Healing Hearts Oracle Cards and Guidebook through my website, meganedge.ca, through Balboa Press, Amazon, and many other places online or your local shops. I look forward to hearing about your heart's healing. It's time to shake out your money-making truth on Soul Wisdom Abundance with Jennifer Bloom, creating wealth from spiritual health on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show is more than your roadmap to success. It's your compass to abundance through joy and ease. Jennifer Bloom teaches you about the soul's relationship to money and wealth and how improving that relationship serves both you and the world. Learn more at jenniferbloom.com. Welcome back to Empowerment Radio. I'm here with my guest, Ken Foster, the author of many books, but the one that we have been talking about, The Courage to Change Everything, which is just a great companion for these times where everything is changing and where we want to tap into our courage on making the best out of it. Before the break, we talked about that uh, wisdom self. And, uh, and I want to follow up on that because I think there is something that, you know, as a concept, a lot of people feel like, uh, well, Yes, you're talking probably about like the soul or you're talking about the spirit, but I'm not really religious. I don't believe in this. So how do I find my wisdom self? How, how do you respond to that? Yeah, it's very simple. Um, you know, it, it, it happens to people all the time. Uh, your wisdom self, or you tune into it, whether you're aware of it or not. Okay, so simple ways to do it. Um, go for a walk in nature. 
just mm. slow down yourself, slow down your mind. How many great ideas have you had that you just, they just come into your consciousness? You go, oh, yeah, I, I can do that. Um, meditation is a great way to do it. There's a lot of science behind meditation today, a lot of studies behind that. And uh, if somebody wants to learn about uh, how to uh, tune into the wisdom self through meditation, they can go to my site, uh, kendfoster.com forward slash resources. And there's some free information up there. There's uh, the science of meditation. There's articles by Harvard and MIT and, and Stanford up there that you can find out about meditation and some way, uh, some instruction on how to sit and also some classes up there if you want. So that's there. But, you know, it's, it's, uh, we, we are tuning into that wisdom self all the time. Uh, have you ever been in the shower and all of a sudden you get a great idea and it just goes in? Why All the time. That? Right. Why is that? Why is that? Well, you're in a place where you're not thinking about, you know. Uh, in fact, I would say that when we take showers or even drive cars, you know, we're, we're not really thinking. We're just running on a habit that's been formed. And, and uh, if you want to think in the shower, then switch hands that you wash yourself with. Now you'll have to think. But, but if uh, otherwise, you're just, you're just on autopilot. So you're in a place where your mind, you're not thinking about, and all of a sudden these ideas come in. Stillness is the price of greatness. So when you start to quiet yourself, quiet your mind, and just really become the observer of your thoughts, all of a sudden... Who is that? You're saying to yourself, who is the observer? Well, that's you. And it's like you have all these thoughts flowing by your mind. Um, I would I would uh, uh, equate thoughts to like kind of birds flying over your head. Okay. So birds are flying by. You have no control over those birds. But if a bird lands on your head and starts to nest there, you definitely have control. You can swish that bird away. That's the same thing with thoughts. You know, thoughts are passing by all the time. But if you if you focus on one, like in this case, oh my gosh, did you just hear what they heard that they said on the news? They're shutting down New York City. My city's next. Oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? I know I gotta go and stock up on toilet paper. I've got to go get water. I'm gonna I'll never I don't know how I'm gonna survive this. You know, you may not want to have that thought come in your mind. You may want to notice that. Okay, well, you might have a really, uh, 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 you still your mind for a second, just say, okay, what are, what are the most important things I can do right now to take care of my family and my health and, and maybe even my neighbor? That's a different point of view than just reacting and running off because somebody told yeah. you the world is flying, is falling down. Yeah. Well, what, I'm just feeling is like that, uh, you know, this is a time where slowing down seems to be the name of the game. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of people and, uh, you know, you certainly also known for helping people to have success and to get results. And often this has been misinterpreted by, you know, let's make it bigger. Let's make it better. better. Let's have more. And, and I think we were on a trajectory where just... Uh, it almost felt like a runaway train. We couldn't really stop ourselves. Just everything was expanding, 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 and we somehow lost track of maybe our priorities or what's really important uh, to us or who we even are in the midst of this. So do you also see this time as a, as a form of reset where there is an opportunity to slow down, go internal, 
and reevaluate what actually is results and or what are results that I want, what is actually success, what is really important to me. Well, this is definitely a time of reset, and we're resetting in a whole bunch of different ways. And I think we talked about earlier in the show that, you know, a lot of things that you might have been familiar with are probably going to go away. We're going to have, we're walking into a new world. Um, that we may walk into a world where now at the airports, uh, they, they hit you with a thermal gun to see if you have a fever before you get on the plane. You may walk into a world where all of a sudden we're wearing masks if we are sick to let people know. So some good things are going to come out of this. Um, we're walking into a world where maybe a lot more will be online. Maybe all the colleges now will really step up and make all their courses available online. So we are evolving, okay, and the outer, but you know, the real key is how are you evolving in the inner? Um, I have a couple in uh, England that uh, got my book, A Courage to Change Everything. And what they did as a couple is they decided uh, to sit down every day and to, uh, and to read the daily, um, by the way, this book is a daily message every day for you. Starts out with a courageous quote, and then I give drip on your mind some um, astute wisdom uh, from uh, from the East, and also some cutting edge wealth principles from the West, with some specific questions to focus your mind in the right direction. And you know, I ask people to not only read this little uh, information daily, the guide daily, but to also maybe even write out and start to journal. This is such a wonderful time we have, like you just said. Uh, Dr. Friedman, to slow down if we want to succeed and just take some time and become introspective. Uh, it's a time for us to increase our wisdom, to increase our understanding of who we are and what we're about so that when things open up again, and they will, you'd be surprised if you do the inner work, all of a sudden your world might change dramatically. And of course, it'll take courage to step into that. You may get the idea, it, you know, your job may be going away right now and you're feeling like maybe a victim of this whole virus. But you know what? We're never a victim unless we choose to be. We can be a victor over this stuff. And but what we need to do is open up our courage. What are those dreams that you've always wanted to do, but you've never had the courage to do them? If you have one of those. Wow. Maybe this is the time to find the courage to step into it. Now, I wrote this book because I believe we need daily wisdom in our lives. And we need to uh, not just uh, for today or for the next three weeks slow down. We need to form a habit of how we wake up in the morning. Like I said, I wake up in gratitude. I take some time to read this book every single day, and I journal with it every day. Why? Because I've learned that the, the mind is so powerful. And when we're using it in a powerful direction, we can really accomplish anything we want. So this is the time to do that. Allow yourself to take a breath, <laughs> slow down, connect with your family, your friends. You know, this is a great time to go within ourselves. And some of you are going to have a hard time doing it. I know. Some, you know, when I started on this path, my mind was rushing like crazy and I had the next thing to do and expand this and be the bigger, greater, you know, but I found that sometimes less is more. Sometimes when we slow down, we get a lot more. And the thing that we get is we get, what's the value of peace of mind right now? 
What's the value of having uh, some calmness in your life? What's the value of you knowing that um, toilet paper isn't going to keep you safe? What's going to keep you safe <laughs> is that is that inner is that inner uh, inner knowing that you can tap into the wise self. Okay, you can tap into the higher realms of consciousness and get the answers every day that you need to solve your problems. That's what the book is about. By the way, they can get it on my website um, at CourageToChange.us. CourageToChange.us. You know, one of the things that you just said, uh, less is more. I think that's really uh, an important lesson. And I, I look at nature as a, as a mirror image of what's going on with mankind. And I think nature is incredibly fast resetting itself. I mean, you know, I saw these pictures of dolphins in Venice in the, in the canal. I mean, that's just like, wow. And was that the last time? And how the uh, emission in China and all over the world has been really reduced. And, and some people say, yes, the coronavirus may be killing 10,000 people or more, but it saves also 50 or 70,000 people who would have died from, you know, those um, uh, global uh, intoxica or intoxications of the, of the planet, you know, like with uh, breathing problems and all these things that we actually just have somehow uh, accept it as well, well this is you know, I, 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 agree, I agree with you so much I, I like your analogy of using nature so let's use nature you know nature has four seasons winter fall spring and summer right now <clears throat> we're in we're in the winter right or maybe maybe we're in the in in the fall where <clears throat> everything is falling away everything is everything is <laughs> is uh moving away right and you know yeah. it's that it's that place in 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 the winter though that we are renewed. There's a place where you know the the rains come, the the snows come. That you know it cleans. It's it's wiping away everything that was there. And pretty soon the spring will be there. And when the spring comes, will you be ready for the spring? That's really the question right now. You know. So right now it is a time of letting go, letting go of of. So much, right? I, I mean, I, I. By the way, anybody that buys my uh, book, I want to let them know this, uh, Dr. Friedman. Um, I have an exercise on there. It's called Release, Renew, Evolve. So, what are we releasing? Well, we're releasing our fears, our anger, our resentments, our our shame, our guilt, our blame, anything that's holding us in this. Oh my God, consciousness! This is never going to change. We want to let that go. We want to let it go, and, and there's the, the this release renew technique that's in the, in my website when you buy this book. Um, it's it's actually uh, there's a book, a workbook, and five audios I'm giving away for you to be able to release anything that might hold you back. So when the spring comes, you're ready to go. You have a new vision of what your life's going to be like. You've learned your lessons, what never to do again. Maybe you didn't. Maybe, you know, I was talking to a Mormon friend of mine yesterday, and he said, we, we're all prepared. We, we're stocked up for a year. Our, our faith says you, you need to have everything for a year, right, financially. You know, food supplies, every, you know, your health supply. You know, these guys are prepared. I, most people aren't. So maybe there's a lesson there for somebody. Maybe you want to be more prepared this next time, right? You know, whatever it is for you, you're going to be able to step into that. But when the spring comes, comes right, you want to have a clear vision. Here's where I'm going to go. I'm going to manifest my dream that I've been waiting for. 
or I'm going to go back to work in my company. I'm going to I'm going to contribute more than I've ever contributed. You know what? I don't like the uh, the amount of money I'm making. I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to take this time and find some online courses and go take the classes I need to, so that when the spring comes, I'm ready to 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 uh, generate the life of my dreams. That's what I would recommend. Yeah, and I hope that we also let go of our ideas and expectations of what is that what we need in order to be happy and really go more to maybe things that are simple, but deeper, more sustainable, maybe more about relationships and connections and not so much about career and the amount of money we can make. There is an adjustment. I hope that the spring is not basically the same spring again where we are just continuously striving for growth, growth, growth at the expense of the earth, but that we are making some changes that are actually really making life uh, yeah, more fulfilling. Because that's something that you also described in your book about what success is. It is not just going and having some lofty goals and reaching them. It's more about living in harmony living with happiness, living with greater fulfillment. And that does not necessarily show up in your pocketbook, but it shows up in your heart. Exactly. And that is ultimate success. But you also, and then we have only like a minute or so left, but you also yeah. talked about death. And I think since a lot of people are afraid of death, mm -hmm. it's an interesting thing just to see death also as your friend, as you described in the book. So how is death our friend? <laughs> Well, uh, debt, you're saying D-E-B-T, right? Debt? No, no, death, death. Oh, death. death. Oh, death. Oh, my gosh. Oh, death. That's such a big subject. Well, I'll, I'll give it a real quick synopsis. Yes. We, we, are, we are dying to our old self right now. You know, we are letting go of things. You know, there's an old uh, saying, uh, those who buy the cow have to take care of the cow, right? So, you know, whatever you've bought into right now, you know, maybe you're maybe you've got too much furniture, maybe you've got a lot of clutter in your life, in your garages, in your, you know, this is a time to simplify, to let go, to allow yourself. So it does feel like a death, right? When we're I used to feel I used to get upset when I uh, when I uh, lost or somebody took a pen or pencil from me, right? Oh my gosh, I'm losing this. Oh. Well, you know, there's a there's a great practice of uh, 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 detachment where we can start to not to be attached so much to our to our things that we can let them go. You know, somebody there's a tradition in India. Mm -hmm. If somebody's wearing a watch and you see that watch on their hand, you say, "Well, I love that watch." They take the watch off and give it to you, right? Because it's like you have the desire for it more than that person because they're detached from it. We were to right. live with a lot less detachment, our lives would be a much, much better. So think about what you can die to or let, you can let go of your life in your life. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to be happier. You're not, you're not going to feel so weighted down, so heavy. Mm. Yeah. And, and I think this also what you mentioned in the book about seeing death as your opportunity to ask yourself, let's say you would only live 30 days longer how would you live your life? And how can that be something that is an inner uh, compass to maybe sharpen your idea of which direction you want to go? What is really important to you? And, and now that we are stripped away of a lot of these distractions and habits and things that keep us occupied, there is an opportunity to ask yourself, so what is really left? 
if I would have only 30 days to, uh, to live, what would I want to do? Who would I want to connect to? Would I want to forgive? Who would I want to ask for forgiveness? And uh, things that you just can also right now maybe use as an opportunity to create some cleanup in your life. So that, like you said, can are ready for the spring, who will certainly come. It's not just winter coming like in Game of Thrones. It's definitely spring coming soon and as well and how we are prepared is all up to us so again to how us can people find and the book again just to make sure that everyone knows it all righty well the book is the courage to change everything uh you can get the uh, kindle edition on amazon or you can get the hardback on my site which is ken uh courage to change.us courage to change.us and it's daily strategies and essential wisdom to awaken that inner genius. Hope you'll check it out. It'll, it'll change your life. Absolutely. It's a great book. I have it. I love it. And it's certainly something that you can use right now every day to get more clarity on your also inner wisdom self and all the resources, including the courage that you have innately inside of you. So thank you, Ken, for being a guest on the show. It was perfect timing. Thank you for all your uplifting and hopeful messages. And uh, thank you for listening and tuning in to Empowerment Radio. Until next time, I'm your host, Dr. Friedman. Stay safe, be well, and stay hopeful and optimistic. Goodbye. You've been listening to Empowerment Radio with Dr. Friedman Schaub. Join Dr. Friedman every first and third Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, as he addresses some of the most prevailing challenges of our daily lives. To learn more about how Dr. Friedman's personal breakthrough program can help you overcome fear, anxiety, and low self-esteem, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio.